Hello and welcome into the Section 109 podcast. I am here with two very special gentlemen. First one is Smitty, who is, is on this podcast on a regular basis. But the other guy that's here, who is it, Smitty? We've got Alec Reddington, Big Red, Mr. Mustachio. What's up, guys? How who, are we doing? But, and, and first off, let's get straight into it. Where did the mustache go? The mustache. So... I have like a little ritual like for myself and like how I've done this when I've played. If we ever lose two consecutive two consecutive games, I'm always like shave it off, new mojo. Okay, bad, I respect bad that. Juju, yep. I need to reset it. So, so let's go straight into superstitions. Then is that your okay. only sports superstition? Superstition or like what I do before games? Both. Both. Okay, so I do a few things before games. Um, <laughs> I'm always... That's me, by the way. Yeah. I'm always um, putting my right sock on before my left sock. Right sock, left sock. Do you know why? I've just always done it. Okay. And if I have a bad game, I'll switch it. Yeah. Um, that That's fair. usually happens. Um, I wear try to wear the same pair of leggings for every day, every training session. Same pair of sliders just to keep it the same, keep the normal mm-hmm. so I'm not switching things up. But um, I do that and then... Other pregame stuff that I do, I always tap the post before. Which I post? Play. Both of them. So I go left, right, left, right, and then I sprint out to the um, penalty spot. I do that every time. Gets you warmed up. Yeah, that's like right before we kick off, though. So that's after warm up. Now, do you have a pregame meal that you have to have? Um, no, I'm pretty all over with food right now. Um, over the off season, I was um, tried out a vegan diet. Um, yeah, I know faces. Shout right? out. Yeah, vegan. I mean, much respect. It was hard. Um, I loved it, but um, right now it was like, hard. I loved it. It was hard. I loved. It. <laughs> that's that's the cool thing about it. it's like I could feel my body like change. I could feel like the energy that I had and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But now, like getting back into the season, I just I needed more calories in me. So. Yeah. I've added um, like chicken and stuff like that back into the routine. So, so do you eat pretty clean normally, though? Yeah, um, it's helped. It's helped my diet completely. Um, I'm now eating a lot more healthier. I've eat. I've eaten a lot more things, as in like the greens family. I'm getting more mm-hmm. into that now. So, I used to be a very picky eater when I was a kid. Fish sticks and mac and cheese was my go-to <laughs> yeah. meal when I was younger. I was not that dissimilar. <laughs> that is the mo- first of all, I guess a Midwest bonding going on over here. Exactly. That is the most Midwest shit you I've ever to, heard. You forgot to add corn. But, yeah. Oh, there's corn in my, <laughs> yeah. in my Chipotle bowl right now. So, so wait, wait, Carlos Mini, where are you from? I originally? am from Marshall, Missouri, which is right in the middle. It's halfway between Columbia and Kansas City on I-70. Now, Alec, where are you from? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, um, St. Louis County, a little town called Kirkwood. So how far apart is that? Do you guys know? It's like two and a half hours. Yeah, three if there's traffic. Yeah. So is that like being from Nashville to Chattanooga? In the sense that like people from Nashville are obviously from Tennessee, but like people from Atlanta are not from Tennessee. Is it like that? Like, do you consider like, are you like, oh, that's my compatriot from also from Missouri? Or are you like, oh, fuck that guy. He's from there far be. away. There can be. Um, sometimes if it's like the east side of St. Louis, um, I sometimes give Brian crap about it because he has Illinois plates. But I love Brian though. He's a cool guy. So I don't bash about it too much, but yeah, he's from St. Louis. So. I give him that three one four look. So, 
the only real like there's a couple i guess missouri rivalries and that's between like people that live in kansas city and people that live in st louis yeah um, and then people that live north of the river and people that live south of the river. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah. People live north of the river. Yeah. I mean, if, if faces could there. come through on a podcast. Yeah. Huh? I said if faces could come through on a audio podcast. Yeah, they're a little bit more Midwestern people live north of the Yeah. They're they're good at they're good at wrestling. They tend to come a little bit larger. Some corn fed boys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some there's some lake so lakes in the south, southern Missouri, Ozarks and Table mm-hmm. Rock. You'll see some big boys there. Yeah. Know how to eat and cook. Oh, I should have ate more before I came. Uh, so speaking of Missouri, have you did you live in Missouri your whole life? I did. Yeah. So when did you start? When did your soccer journey start? Take us back to the beginning. Oh, all the way back. So. How old were you when you started playing? So I've always had a ball around me. Um, my first word was actually ball. So something had to something had to come out of that. So I had a ball in my crib since I could walk. So I've, I was always having a ball in my hand. Ball, ball, ball. Where's the ball? Um, but I think it was two, same thing you're doing now. Yeah, yeah. same thing now. Just um, getting hit with balls for a living. So I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody clip that out. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I've just been playing soccer ever since I can remember. So probably like two or three is when I really like found it as like a sport. And then third grade was when I became a goalie. Okay. Okay, So it was early for you. That's, it was pretty early. yeah, Yeah. That's super early. Yeah. Um, so that was from, uh, there was a, I played like CYC or church league. Um, soccer and it was like my rotation to be in goal and um there was a penalty kick that happened and i was like oh crap there's a penalty kick but at that time i loved like scoring goals and like hearing the fans and everything so i was like score goal crowd goes hooray and stuff but i saved the pk and the crowd just went nuts it was like as an adhd third grader i was like i like that noise i'm gonna keep doing that so that was when I really became a goalkeeper. That's awesome. That's wild. Now, were you like playing club then at a certain point? Or um, yeah, I started playing club around third or fourth grade. Um, I bounced around pretty much every team in St. Louis. Uh, started with the independent club. Um, shout out Bombers. Um, shout, shout out now Kirkwood United. Um, but um, I played for them. I played for Lufus Gallagher. Culping kicks for a year, sporting St. Louis for a year, Missouri Rush almost, I think. Yeah, I played for pretty much everybody. So I'm a mutt from the St. Louis soccer world. That's good, though. It gives you a little experience everywhere. Exactly. And then no one tried to like move you to a different position during that time? Um, there were times that I played in the field growing up. I played in the field a lot and like my church league growing up as well. So um, actually, there was a funny story. I would being goal, make a save, and then second half you put me in the coach put me in the field and I would score a goal and then you'd throw me back in to keep the game like two one or something like that. Oh yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah, I've I've always um prided myself in having really good feet and I think it's from playing in the field as a younger kid. For sure. Now did you play in high school? Did you play or are you playing club or are you playing uh, I played high both school team? High school and club. Um the seasons were different. Um in Missouri, um the soccer season was in the fall. And then the club season was in the spring. Ah. So we were allowed to do that. But academy, 
in St. Louis, it was year round, so you couldn't you couldn't play academy and play high school ball. So for me, I was lucky enough to be able to play my high school and club years. So high school was a lot of fun, though. Nice. And then did you go play high uh, play college ball briefly? Because I know you're yeah. a college age <laughs> essentially now. Yeah. So um, my college career was very very short. Um, to be honest, I think I have um, more training time in the field at times. Uh, so for my first year of college, I went to uh, UNC Charlotte. Um, good, Big school, good school. Mm-hmm. Really good school. Um, great coach, Kevin Langan. Um, he was an English-style coach, very great, like hard-working coach. Same with um, Oz and Brian. Uh, those guys are still there. Um, wishing them the best. But, um, but yeah, they trained me really, really hard, and it was like, all right, this is a wake-up call with, like, the training aspect of it. Um, unfortunately, my grades started to drop a little bit, and that has started affecting my athletic play. And my number one goal was, since, like, out of high school, was like, all right, I'm going to try to make it professionally. So my um, athletics started to drop, so I was like, all right, transfer to a JUCO or a local school at home and get the school back under my belt and then go back to a big school. Mm-hmm. Um, transferred to um, St. Louis Community College, Arches, Archers, sorry about Shout that. out. Shout out Archers. Um, uh, came in there, one of the, probably the two, one of two transfers coming in um, and came in, trained really hard. Thought I was going to be um, getting game time, but um, they uh, decided to pick their, started from last year who got them to the um, national championships and I don't remember where they are, but they did pretty well la- the year before. So he played in and I figured out that halfway through the season, um, I figured out that I wasn't going to be playing in goal at all. So yeah, I ended up playing transitioning to a field player and I trained in the field for the rest of that. Where'd you, that where'd you play at on the field? So I trained up top. I trained as a striker. And, yes. Uh, but when I got in the game, I played left back. Okay, so he, interesting. He kind of screwed me over on that a little bit, but um, and a, a right-footed left back at that, right? Yeah, right-footed left back. Um, so that was a little tough to deal with uh, mentally, but um, at the end of the day, it helped me out overall. So after that semester, I was like, "All right, I want to do what I want to do." I've been playing goalie my entire life, so mm-hmm. I went to my goalkeeper coach that I was training with. Um, I've trained with him my entire life, pretty much since. I was probably like 13 or 14. Um, shout out Brian Jones. Shout I'm out. Sh- I'm, pro- I'm going to be shouting out a lot of people today. Hey, so. shout, shout them out, man. Shout them out. We're all about shout outs. Shout outs for days. Um, Brian Jones, um, he was the St. Louis FC goalkeeper coach okay. for the USO Championship team. Yeah. And um, he's very driven person. He's about 5'8", but he will run through a brick wall to get a ball in the air. So... Yeah, he's, he's taught awesome. me. He's taught me um, the very aggressive style of goalkeeping when it comes to that stuff. So I give a lot of preps to him for getting to me where I was. And he actually knew Jeremy from mm-hmm. St. Louis FC, and that's how he connected um, those dots. And he got me down here for the trial. So you were here for the closed tryouts, the invitational tryouts, yes, the invitational mm-hmm. tryouts. Despite what Fuller said on the uh, on the documentary, which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you were here for closed tryouts, and then. Mm-hmm. Like you, but you, but that meant is you weren't a guy that was offered a contract straight out of like, you know, off of another pro team. You know, you came Correct. in as you were 20. 
I was 20 at the time, yes. And that time, I had a full-on beard and a shaved head. You was, you was, had a you looked just like one of our friends Matt Van Dynan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out Chad Hooligan, Matt Van Dynan. Chad Hooligan. Yeah. You have to meet him. Because yeah. Smitty and I were at those tryouts, and we were like, first of all, that guy's good and loud, and we liked that. And yeah, then we were like, always. he looks just like Matt. And we thought, oh, first of all, I would have guessed you were like twenty seven. Uh, didn't know you were like you know nineteen or whatever. Twenty. And yeah. <laughs> so we, but I was I looked over and I was like, that's literally Matt Van Dynan. Is yeah. that Matt Van Dynan? No, it's not Matt Van. He Are can't we sure it's that not? Loud. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. He's a little bit softer spoken than you are, but he's uh, <laughs> but he, also he's that, a good guy to be compared to, though. He's yeah, yeah, that's how we judge keepers is how loud they yell. Doesn't mean we know anything, but it's you know, it's definitely how we judge them. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. It's like okay, they're they yell loud. Okay, good. So, but yeah, you came to you, how does that process work? Like, let's get a little bit granular. Like, so you come to tryouts, and then do you hear immediately like, hey man, we'd like you to come. In so, for preseason, we, we want to sign you. Like, we'll call you in six weeks if we like you. Like, how does that work? So, how it went down was it was me and then some other... I don't remember where the other guy came from, but um, it was just me and him. And I saw him, and in my head, the switch came. I'm going to do whatever I can to beat this guy and for mm-hmm. the team to pick me over this guy. So, there you at go. that first second um, I got there, I was like, okay, get there first make more saves, be more um, noticeable. So that's what I did. And um, Fuller picked up on that, and the other coaches picked on that pretty early. After the first um, 11-a-side game, they talked to me a little bit. Um, then as it went on through the tryouts, by the end of it, um, we figured out that – I figured out that I was going to be coming here on a um, pretty – on a – contract so coming out with a professional contract so i was really really happy with it and you were uh, i mean correct me if i'm wrong you were going to be the third keeper at that point yes i was signed on you were the young player right like i still am <laughs> i still <laughs> am the youngest guy on the team but, but for, for people that don't know like it's very odd uh-huh. it, for a, yeah. a player that's 20 years old at the time especially a goal the goalkeeper <laughs> position yeah. to be expected to get any game time exactly um so i came in um, knowing and researching the team, I saw that Phil he balled out for the past two or three years. Is like, okay, I'm willing to sit behind this guy and learn. Yeah. Um, just pick up any piece of information, but keep pushing him in his training as well, um, just in case I had that one chance or had that one shot. Because, I mean, this is a business. You need to get results somehow. So you never know if you're going to get a game or so, if or if he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. So um, I was coming in third string coming in as a try like pretty much a practice player almost just grind your butt off which would be really really good for your development though because like you were talking 100%. about as a college player you, what your college season's what four months five months six months something like exactly. that exactly yeah it's not a full like nine or ten months exactly so for your development wanting to be a professional player like and phil did a similar thing to you mm-hmm. phil left a year early out of college yeah because he wanted to come here and he was pretty young his first year here and he realized like and, and we haven't had him on the podcast but from my talking to him he realized like hey i am not getting enough training like actual just game time training time mm-hmm. even though he's mm-hmm. a big university he was playing at the university he's like i yeah. should just do the rest of my studies either online or put them off on hold because i can make it as a professional and this developmental time i can't get back and that's did that's, you look at it similarly yeah, that's exactly what i thought of it um my mom she's a principal um love you mom she's awesome teacher shout yeah, out teacher principal um, there you go a lot, lot of hard work in that industry high school so um 
I bet. Started up the um, alternative program at my high school. So she's she's a really, really good um, person for the district. And so what, when, when you told her you wanted to go to, or like, I assume it was your idea. Like, you're like, hey, I, I don't want to go to school anymore. I want to go play, try um, to play professionally. So when that came aboard, backtracking to the end of that fall season. So I'm a year and a half or so into school. I went to my goalkeeper coach, Brian Jones, and was like, hey, I don't think college is for me. Help me get a help me get to a team somewhere, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Either it's here, overseas. Um, so I ended up talking to a guy from uh, Amsterdam in um, Scandinavia, and um, I was possibly going to go over there um, and pay to be on a like a trialist team or a academy team just to get in front of other professional teams and stuff yeah. like that. Um, thankfully I got to stay in the United States and play in front of the family and all that. But there was a chance I did that. I went to a few other combines, um, to get professional looks mostly in Scandinavia, um, just to get my foot into the door. Um, so thankfully this one turned out, and I got to stay on the, um, stay in the states. So that's one thing. But yeah, when I had that conversation with my mom and my dad, um, it was, it took them. It was hard for them as well. But they know that for me, this is my goal, and um, that is like I want to achieve my goal as much as I can. So they agreed with it. And it's like you know what, school is always going to be there, um, but the athletic ability you won't be able to do what you can do now when you're 45 oh for sure yeah i mean hopefully i'm playing when i'm 30 38 or so i Um, mean hopefully but yeah now's the chance to take that shot exactly keep keep eating clean who knows yeah go go full vegan and you know you never know exactly i mean i'm no tom brady so i can't afford all that no no uh no lemon in your water no lemon in my water no so Funniest thing I read is uh, after he lost in the Super Bowl a few years ago, somebody posted Tom Brady was so upset by this the Super Bowl loss he he rage ate a single almond. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I didn't hear that story. I, don't, I mean, I'm sure it was fake, oh but like it just made me laugh. Like, I believe it to be true, and we'll keep it that so, way. So so silly. So then you uh, like coming forward in your CFC journey, right? Like the pandemic hits. Mm-hmm. Where are you, first of all, when the when the pandy hits, right? Like, I mean, I know that you're here in Chattanooga, but like, where do you go? Do you go so home or? When the f- pandemic first hit, I was like, what's going to happen? I'm not making a lot of money. It's the first year as a professional. Do I just stay here and train? Do I go home and train? Um, when we heard that, Michigan wasn't going to happen and we got the word that we were going home. I think eight or nine guys went home and um, a few of us stayed at the, the apartment complex and pretty much our workouts during the day was go to the beach and play foot volley for three hours. And then that was our workout for the day. So that was at the sand volleyball court, the sand volleyball court. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh That was a lot of fun. Um, there's a few funny moments during those, those games. Um, Shout out to when Kyle smacked one right in my schnoz. That was, <laughs> that, was uh, that was a fun time. Um, but yeah, it was that was when I really got to bond with the main group of guys, and I really got 
the guys really brought me under their wing there, and um, that's when I really felt a part of the team. So, awesome. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so that was one really happy moment before I did go home during the quarantine about a few weeks after just so I could get some training under my belt Sure. Um, with my old coach. So just so when we come back, I'm not out of shape and stuff like that. Now, how did you stay fit? So um, we had workout packets um, fuller sent out, and um, we did those, and I also just did my own training with at home with um, my goalkeeper coach, and his training sessions are brutal. You're If you're not fit, you will throw up. Um, thankfully, I haven't thrown up yet at one of the sessions. Um, knock on wood. So, now, are, are you a runner to stay fit? Do you run? Um, I do. Every once in a while, I like to run. Um, I'll put my headphones in. Keepers and, don't run. Come on. Hey, I, I was a field player once. Don't don't hate on that. But yeah, <laughs> I, I do like to run. Now, if you go for a run, are and, and good thing you said you put headphones in. Someone's listening to the podcast before. Yes. I didn't want to get labeled yes. psycho straight off the bat. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you? Uh, oh, did you run on? Um, like on the road, did you run like on trails? Do you run on treadmill? Like how do you like to do your running? So my dad lived right next to my high school. So I would um, jog or like kind of warm up a quarter mile down the road and then get to the track and then... Just go run, run laps essentially? Go run laps and then there were stairs as well. That would add into oh, that nice. As well. So it was more dynamic instead of just running in circles and taking left turns. That makes sense. So you do listen to now when you listen to things when you're working out and you got those headphones in. What are you listening to usually? I listen to about everything. Um, so podcast music doesn't matter. Podcast music. I like to listen to the, when I'm working out. I'll listen to some house music. I'll listen to some uh-huh. EDM. I'll listen to um, '90s rap music. I'll listen to Nelly. I'm a big Nelly fan. There you go, dude. Were you even born in the '90s? I was born in '99. Bro, he's from St. <laughs> Louis. Nelly is Lou. God. Yeah, he's not wearing a bandaid right now, so I can't yeah, tell he's a real Lou Nelly fan. Andy's proud. Yeah, funny story. Um, he his band director in high school is my band director in high school. That's awesome. What did you play? I was in percussion. Ah. Dude, you're a keeper and a band nerd. Yeah, I was a band nerd. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it was a fun time marching, marching on those Friday nights. Now, when when we were uh, and and for those who don't know that you're part the curtain, break the curtain, peek behind the curtain. That's what I'm looking for. We are actually at Alex's place at his apartment because both Smitty's and my places were occupied and the studio wasn't open. So when we walked in, this is going somewhere, uh, you were watching anime. Was that something you picked up during quarantine? Did did. Cameron do this to you? Do we need to have a talk (laughs) with Cam? It it was Clay. Uh, That also makes sense. I love that, man. He was, I I really got close with him during um, quarantine and I was his roommate a few times on some trips and um, he's just, he's been through a lot in his soccer career. Um, yeah. And I've, when I came in, I just tried to have conversations with the older guys or people that went through some stuff uh-huh. just so I could figure out what to do or figure out um, what my next step is and all that stuff just so I know what's to come in my pro game. So I would always ask questions and have um, conversations with him, also Sean Reynolds. Me and him had conversations all the time, just talking about sports. But yeah, Clay got me into anime for sure. I'll, I'll I'll defer to Smitty on some anime questions because I know nothing about anime. What What is your favorite anime? Um, I started watching Naruto during the off season, so I'm watching that right now. And then uh, have you made it all the way through yet? I haven't. No, Ugh. I haven't. It just keeps getting better. Yeah, I um just finished the when Naruto 
um, the game. I'm trying to figure out what the games were, like the where he became the ninja. The, um, the tuning exams? Yes. The yeah. tuning so exams. you're pretty early on them. Aren't there like 900 episodes of this show? Yes, there are. I think there are more, but I, was, I may have seen all of yeah. them twice. I was binge watching them probably like three a day. So yeah. I was flying through them. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. That's, I mean, I respect it. Smitty's tried to like teach me a little bit about anime. I mean, anime's cool. Like I'm not, as much as I'm making jokes, it's, like, it's, it's cool. But like, I know nothing and I do not have time for shows that have 900 episodes. I don't have time for like five, like five part miniseries. But it's like, not really, it's 900 episodes, but it's not because they're like 22 minute episodes. Okay, so, exactly. it's, so there's 450 episodes. Six of those minutes are recaps from the last episode, the theme song, the ending credit. So you're like, Eight minute or eighteen minutes. The thing episode. is, you, I've seen about everything else on Netflix. Right. So that's one thing that lasts a long time. And as a soccer player, you play footy in the morning, and then it's fair. You have a lot of stuff, a lot of free time sometimes. So mm-hmm. I'll now, throw is that, that kind of how you handle some of your? I mean, r- not active recovery, but you're like make sure you're not running out. You know destroying your body just hang yeah. out and yeah eat some food and relax relax and watch netflix i was i did that a lot last so you, year so you're not climbing mountains with ryan marcano i'm actually last year we did go on a mile hike down the suck creek river up the suck creek river so that was a lot of fun that's awesome but yeah i do like a good hike every once in a while yeah no i'm just kidding it's good i just yeah. every time i see a picture of the sunrise and i told this to ryan the other night every time i see a sunrise picture on instagram from any player i'm like oh someone's hanging out with marcano yep and it's at <laughs> 6 30 in the morning watching the every sunrise. time and, and i respect it because like and i used to get up at 4 a.m as i've said a million times in this podcast so like i respect those who get up early especially mm-hmm. by choice and he does it by choice and others do too um so respect for that yeah but, respect to that guy but also that's early man he's like yeah i got up for fun this morning and we went to sunset <laughs> rock and i watched sunset and then i went about my day man i'm sleeping dude i'm sleeping oh, right, but you know i love ryan that's not a shot at ryan Marcy, it's just me being mean um but he's got more motivation than i do for sure yeah yeah also could probably also time completely unrelated i watched today a clip i didn't i didn't i kind of know who dk metcalf is because i i've heard his name before but like, i'm not a football fast. fan he is, he is really he's fast a freak he he's ran a freak of nature he ran in a um a sprint a hundred meter sprint with professional sprinters in like one of the u.s time trials and he came in like he tied with the la- guy in last place but like you know he's sprinting with something. 10 like or nine or eight other however many i think there's nine in the thing so eight other like elite sprinters one of whom is like the fate one of the favorites to win it all yeah who who came in like second or whatever mm-hmm. and he got a 1037 and others Same. got I think the lowest person got like a 1009 or something mm-hmm. but anyway the point being is like i didn't know who that was and then like i watched him do that and that's what i imagine um it would look like if like ryan marcano raced um like in, in like track and field He's pretty quick. I mean, Marcano would have won, but yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel like he would be. A, yeah, that's where I was going with that. I feel like he would be a nasty sp- sprinter. Do you know who sprinted? Caio De Silva. Oh, I could see that. He ra- he like mm-hmm. 
competed big time in track. I, I did not know that, but I could that, yeah. That's the biggest thing that stood out to me so far this season is his straight line speed, his ability, his, his, like his emergency defense is incredible. His first three steps are like a normal big guy, right? Yes. Like, and, and I mean that like not in an offensive way, but if you're big, you don't get started quick, right? Yeah. Little guys have quick first steps. Yeah. You know big Felipe. guys don't. But he, know yeah, Felipe. he's no Felipe on the first three steps. But once <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, a foot, he's a foot taller he's than a foot, He's a foot and a half taller. He might be more than a foot taller. Sorry, but he gets... We're not sorry, Pipe. No, no, Pipe knows. <laughs> pipe knows. Um, pipe, listen, Pipe would say the same thing. Uh, but he might be like 18 inches taller than Pipe. But by step three, though, his top speed is like that of some of those legit sprinters on the team. Like, mm-hmm. he, 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 I watched him catch, and this was like, I think it was Smitty was about to say, I watched him catch some wingers, like in a straight line, like they took off, and then I'm like, oh, fuck. Because like you see like a big guy and a little guy, and you think that like that guy gets a step, and you're like, mm-hmm. shit, there he goes. And then like he just like, keeps speeding up and just the guy can't ever cut in because he just is he's suddenly there and at the same speed and he's got him cut off and the angle's gone and so several different times he came back and I thought he was beaten and it wasn't even close he easily recovered like stop the guy stop the break like that guy can fly mm-hmm. I, I, who do you think the fastest player on the team is in the straight line not first three steps let's let's call it and let's say they got to run from the top of 118 to the top of the other 18 oh, that is so hard Marcy. With the ball and without a ball. With the ball, because those are two different skills. Like, okay, everybody. the question is, how close is the dribble? Is it like kick it, run, or is it like three touches on your feet? Uh, you, you got to keep. It has to be under control. Okay. Like you're like like imagine that somebody picked up a ball off of a one two and they're just sprinting down the sideline. This is so hard. I know Marcano's fast with the ball. Marcano's fast in general, so I'd probably pick Marcano for the overall speed. But this is. I really don't know who would be with the ball. No, your your roommate Brett Jones can fly too. He's fat. Uh-huh. He's rapid. He's rap. I I'm also known as Cam Woodfin. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably gonna give that one to Brett Jones. The with the ball, yeah, speed. Yeah, he's quick. Yeah, that was, I would love to see a race. Put it that way. I'd love to see those two dudes race. Is he quicker with the ball than Kasak? Yeah, Ooh, can fly with, with the, the ball. James, James is the fastest. James I can completely fly forget about James. with the ball. He's so fa- James with the ball, hands down, hands. Like what, down. dude? Dude, that some guy last week on um, Michigan Stars like is still checking under James. his bed to find Kasek because he turned him around three times on one. Oh yeah, like on one play, he he turned him around three times, and at one point he was just turning back and forth. That guy needed a map. Yeah, yeah, completely lost, completely lost. I wish I would have thought of that during the game to let him know, but I didn't think yeah. of that. Yeah. I'll let him know next time. Needed a map. So Zeka, Zeka came over at halftime oh, to say hi. That guy, yeah. Zeka. Don't we all, man? Like I love Zeka. He came over at halftime and he goes, yeah. And I, I was like, hey man, how are you? And we were chatting, and then he was like, so that left back Kasek, it's pretty good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was just like saying, <laughs> stating the obvious, right? Like yeah. he was just like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, he is. And he was like, man, I like that guy. I'd like to play with that guy. And yeah. I was like, you getting the itch? And he was like, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. And I was like, well, you know what you're doing Tuesday nights. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's going to play with us. Fun fact, actually, I my team played James's team in uh, the, I think it was the second round of the College Cup Okay. Uh, when I was at Charlotte. So That's I got awesome. to see him play. I didn't know who he was at the time. but So this was UNC Charlotte versus yes. uh, Virginia Tech? VTech, yeah. What, and this would have been, if you were there, Marcano would have already been gone. Because yes. Marcano was uh, only there for a yes, year. Yes, Marcano wasn't there. 
But they were, I think that they were like freshmen together, if, if I remember right. I think they were. I don't know I I that whole I, story. I, I asked Marcano this, or but this was like not on the podcast, so I've forgotten if, the, if mm. he said they were like one year apart or if he said that they were freshmen together. But I think he said they knew each other. Um, but, I you know, Marcano know. transferred after year one. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you... If you haven't listened to the Ryan Marcano episode, you can actually catch him twice on this uh, podcast. If you just scroll back through our podcasts, I'm not even going to pull it up. But if you just pull back, uh, scroll back. I thought you had all of them memorized. You can find, not anymore. Uh, This is going to be episode 42. It's breezy. Like, I don't have them all all memorized anymore. I just scheduled 41 for tomorrow morning. So, um, little another peek behind the curtain. This one will get banked. This one will come out either next week or maybe even the following week. Um, We're trying to be a little more professional and, like, record things in advance a little bit more. Um, but so you can go back and check him on Uncomfortable Conversations, Race and Soccer in America, and you can also check out his and David Coloco's episode together, which is a really great episode. That's another that guy. That was a fun episode. Vita Coloco. Yeah, I roomed with him the whole bubble Did you? in Detroit. I bet that was a, Man's a, a good room. Man's a character. Dude, so There's I d- always something that happened I, in our I saw room. him on Instagram, and he was drinking like mango juice, some kind of fruit juice, I don't know what kind yeah. of it was, but it looked like a Vita Coco bottle, and I was like... Did you get your Vital Coco sponsorship? He's like, <laughs> still waiting, man. <laughs> he's like, I messaged them, and he's like, and they, they still haven't got back to me. Yeah. Shout out David Coloco, man. Um, yeah, I bet. So we, we had this question, actually, when we did some of the after shows. You think you're, I mean, I, I want to know from you, because I'm guessing what you're going to say, but I don't know if it's for sure. Was you guys' room the fun room? Because there there's always one fun there room. There was always something happening in our room. Whether it was 2K, FIFA, I would play some fishing game. On my Xbox. So. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, there was, was always just, something. Happening. And it was just two to a room. Yeah, yeah. So you guys were uh, were playing. Wait, wait, oh, here's the question we did we haven't asked anybody yet. Uh-oh. What was that card game you guys were playing that oh. we saw on the dock? Oh, it's called Virus. Okay, it's the most fun game. It's kind of like I don't even know how to describe it. You have these organs, and you had to protect your organs. But the way to win the game is to put all organs down. So, it's I'm a not lot of, following at all. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. I'm not the best at explaining things. But it, it was it was good though. It's a lot of fun. Who brought it? Um, Juan. Uh, it was a Juan special. Okay. Juan Hernandez. The Juan and only. Yeah, because he he wants you to have fun, and work no, your mind at no, the same Smitty. time. He wants you. Juan he wants you. you. Yeah. He wants you. The only acceptable puns on this show, I still say, are everything related puns. Yeah, true. Everything is. Uh, Everything is very intentional. Also, everything's a competition. We were so oh, we, yeah. we did a, some soccer lessons with Juan, and we're leaving the soccer area, which was awesome, by the way. And we need Smitty. I need to do mm-hmm. more, but he's broken, so we haven't been doing them. And so we get done with our soccer lesson. We're walking out, and he stops by because there's people that have set up a volleyball court, mm-hmm. and he's like fascinated with like the volleyball that's going on and not just like watching like he's going over and talking to people I mean like hey can I play like you know because he he's wants to play volleyball and he's like as soon as the offseason this is like wasn't quite the offseason as soon as the offseason comes like I need to stay in shape like we should play some volleyball then he comes back over and summer at this point is there and so we're talking and she, he's like oh my god we have to play volleyball this year in the offseason like we we got to play and summer's like we don't need another sport to play yeah. and he, he's like no no we should we, we should play volleyball do you like volleyball somebody do you like volleyball <laughs> Just back, constant competitor. Throwback to my volleyball days. I could see you. Uh, I, you got some hops. I did. I did play volleyball, though. Did you? I did. That's like, awesome. Competitively? Competitively, yeah. I played one year competitively, and I ended up going to nationals. So. Ooh, now what kind of pos- positionally? I know that things rotate, right? Mm-hmm. But like, and I don't know a lot about competitive volleyball, so mm-hmm. it's maybe a stupid question. But like, I'll what explain. was your specialty like, so in volleyball? I was a setter. So... Um, 
I was always giving the best layups to people for them to hit some people in the face. So I love doing go. that. But for, for, for them to Kyle Carr people. Exactly, 100%. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there was – you have the outside hitters, um, your libero who's in the back, and then your setter. So so you're the guy in the middle, essentially, when possible. Uh, yeah, so after the first pass, I'm usually the second guy. This, the second guy gets Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, okay. But, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, volleyball's an underrated sport, I feel like. Yeah. I love it. How do you feel about volleyball, Smitty? I think it's awesome. If you look at YouTube videos of pro volleyball – Dude. They hit the crap out of them, and, and the dudes are like, they're all like, either, and I, I mean this with all due respect, either failed basketball players or could have been basketball players because yeah. they're they're all like, they're all the seven dudes foot are like, tall, yeah, they're like huge. six foot eight, six foot they're ten huge. with forty inch verts, like they're just monsters. They're huge. Like these are like the kind of athletes that you're like, shouldn't you be dunking a basketball? Exactly. Like, how, but you're smashing this ball from like, so when I played volleyball, I could I can get above the net and block a shot, but I can mm -hmm. get you know. Maybe a foot above the net. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, these dudes have their heads a foot above the net. They have the, the whole net. waist above the freaking thing. They're flying. Wild. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Wild stuff. Did you play any other sports growing up? I pretty much played every sport growing up. Um, I played flag football. That was one of my fun fun sports that I played. Uh, but it was mainly baseball, soccer, volleyball. And, um, no tackle football for you? No tackle football for me. Um, Smart. Yeah. I. My dad just didn't really put me in tackle. I just really didn't get into tackle football, really. So I played flag football. That's what I really needed to do. Did you play basketball? I did play basketball. I feel like I feel like baseball and basketball are the two Missouri prerequisites. You have yeah. to play both sports growing up. When I played that, though, I <laughs> funny thing, I had the most steals for the team. But I also had the most missed layups on breakaways. I would okay. steal the ball, sprint out of the court, and just throw the crap, throw the ball right off the... Sounds like the makings of an amazing keeper. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, 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 you had the instinct to go get the ball, but after that it was, you know, give it to someone else. Yeah, I would always just throw it off the backboard and miss a layup after I stole <laughs> the ball. So, yeah. That's, fan that's fantastic. Um, if you could be good at another sport if you could be professional in another sport hockey not even hockey. Is hockey, i already know the question is that what you want to do hockey is i wish i played that as a kid it is so freaking cool watching that and then yeah i'm a big blues fan so there's uh, too many damn blues fans around here by shush. the way the blues blues are better than nashville even though we barely made hey. it playoffs this year hey listen we're playing like tomorrow night and I'm we're sorry. maybe gonna crush my dreams and, I'm sorry. and hopes some some fans might hate me for that but I swear You're wearing Preds colors right now. I just want to point out. This is the this is Chattanooga yellow and gold, man. This is CFC yeah, gold. Calm your tits. <laughs> he said it on me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm a big Blues fan. I wish I played hockey as a kid. Um, but yeah, hockey for sure. Is it because you like deep down you just want a mullet? Um, no. Is you have a good hairline? You could rock a mullet. Like you could you could put it straight back. That's what I do mainly. I just try to throw it back. It's kind of getting poofy right now. So, but yeah, just gotta let the Kentucky waterfall flow, though. <laughs> you gotta do it. I mean, I'm growing the top out, so Dude, you need to get uh, grow the back out as well. You need to get, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Both both Brian and Topher have the hockey haircuts going. You need to join. Topher's got the best hair, dude. It's they're, they're, he's, so got he's got great hair. He's got great hair. It's a great hair. Like Brian needs you to cut need his. to join the great hair club. He does not need to cut his. No, no, Brian, keep your hair. We are big supporters of Brian Brian's hair on this podcast. 
Imagine how, how much faster you'd be without it, though. Yeah. I mean, you never know. That's a, that's all. I mean, let's let's be honest. Brian's game isn't being rapid. Also, when he was growing it out, he was on a really good he goal was. scoring he run. Was. He was. So in Dependent Cup, he played really, really well. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did. All right, let's change gears just a little bit here. We're not done it's with any good. other that's questions. That's all perfectly good. But we're going to go to some miscellaneous, um, not even rapid fire, just some miscellaneous questions. Love How this. are the new digs, which we are currently sitting in? Mm-hmm. I hadn't been in them yet. How are the new digs for 2021? I love them. I love them so much. They're a lot better. Than, not hating on the ones from before, but I prefer the city feel mm-hmm. of um, an apartment. Um, Your commute to work is pretty yeah, good. I don't know. Work. It's pretty long. It's a lot of traffic. It's a hot. It's a hot. It's a hop, skip, and a jump, and we're there. So literally, I like that. Cross like, the street. I like that um, instead of driving to training. So I really like that. And then um, also, you can just walk everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can walk absolutely everywhere. There's a Pizza Bros, Southside, Chattanooga, um, Brewing Company, best spots. So yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, jean jackets, yay or nay? Yay, yay. I love a jean jacket. How do you feel about double denim? Double Top denim, and bottom, Canadian tuxedo. I, I would if I could match. If I can find the match between the shade of the denim on top to the shade of the denim bottom. See, that's the wrong way to double denim. They have to be different. Thing is, I think it can flow both ways. I think you wear like a, a, a loud, a loud shirt, uh-huh. a loud shirt under, like a loud bright color, and then same color denim on denim. I think it would look good. Then you look like Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. Yeah, well, look at their lives. <laughs> Justin JT is a killer. Hey, JT's not a professional soccer player. True, but he's a professional performer. Something. Listen, JT can be whatever he wants to be. Exactly. We're being wrong. He can wear whatever he wants. Um, but yes, I prefer denim and denim. I think he can work. It's a solid move. Um, how do you how do you drink your coffee? I don't drink coffee. I what? don't drink coffee. I don't drink tea. So what one of those psychos just wakes up happy to see the world. What do you drink in the I, morning? I have water. ADHD, and my medication it like reverses the. Um, stimulants of caffeine okay so if i drink coffee i'll fall asleep makes sense so i will have like oatmeal for breakfast no i'm just awake on my own the adhd gets me going so are you an early riser i'm an early riser i prefer myself to be an early bird um i get up probably an hour and a half before training so i can get morning shower breakfast all made so yeah i Consider myself an early bird, but I can stay out late. I feel okay. I can now, stay up late. I, I can't make fun of you because I, I, growing up, I was on all the ADD meds. I've mm-hmm. been on all the ADHD meds, and now I've been off of them. I'm growing 30. up, I should have been on all the ADHD <laughs> meds, and I wasn't. So I'm 32 now. I was like 26 or 28, and I quit ADD meds at like 22 when I got out of college. As soon as I got out of school, I could, I could function. I couldn't function without them in yeah. school, though. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I got out of school, I just like dropped them cold turkey, and it took like six years, probably boy. four, four to six oh years before boy. coffee did anything yeah but now i use coffee like ADD meds because okay. it's a stimulant and so like i was on super strong stimulants forever right so i could chug a red bull and go to sleep yeah 45 minutes yep. later yep. after it had fully kicked in no problems energy drinks driving good luck i had they did nothing to me mm-hmm. but so I, I i do know what you're saying there but on the flip side now now that i'm like probably close to 10 years off of uh off of any sort of stimulant for for add i now use coffee and red bull and things like that as a like if I need to focus, I get mm-hmm. some coffee 
and I, I sip you. on coffee or I get a Red Bull and I sip on Red Bull because I, I don't you. take meds anymore. So I, I do feel you there. I could, uh, they, they were, it was useless for a long time. So maybe, maybe you'll get there someday. Maybe you won't. Your, your experience also may be very who different knows? than mine. Yeah. Who knows if I will end up drinking coffee. But also you have to focus at like speeding um, spheres coming towards your face, balls to the face. Yes. You should probably take some ADD meds to make sure you focus. 100%. If I don't take my meds, I am groggy zombie that will eat everything and then after that it will pass out for half the day so also sounds like a decent time though yeah if you want to gain 10 pounds in two days yeah it's the easiest thing to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they made me functional as well all yeah. right smitty what's the next one um pineapple on pizza yes yeah you're no come yes. on. my man my it's man it's good how do you take your pineapple on pizza does it have to go <laughs> <How do you> <laughs> No, does it have to? Does it have to go? So some people say it has to. I'm of the opinion that pineapple on pizza is good no matter what. It shouldn't some happen. Some people believe that it has to go with ham, or it has to go with bacon, or it has to go with you know X Y Z. I mean, I've had it. I mean, the Hawaiian pizza, like as you order, it comes with the ham on it and stuff. So I think it's good. It could be thrown on multiple things. I think so. I like it though. My man, my man, well, my man. We asked uh, Commissioner Pooch this question, and Matthew like fist bumped like Pruch because he was like no that's an abomination accurate and I've <laughs> never judged I've never liked someone so much to start an interview and been so disappointed right after a question <laughs> I thought he was one of my people alright seltzer or beer I'm a seltzer guy okay I like if I okay so if I am going into the function knowing that I'm going to be drinking a lot and there might be some games involved I will be drinking seltzer but um, just so, because like if you need to throw some down, seltzer is like... Mm-hmm. It's the safe choice not to get a bad hangover. Exactly. Also, if I'm like having just a nice beer, I'll go with a dark beer. A nice, good beer. It's fair. So we were talking before the podcast, mm-hmm. and you said the three things you needed in life to be happy was a truck, a boat, and a dog. Ford Ranger. Ford Ranger, specifically. Ford Ranger, specific what kind of dog? A treeing walker coonhound. Okay. They are like hunting dogs. Yeah. But I love those dogs. They're so pretty. They're so amazing. They're majestic. I want one so bad. Yeah. I would get a girl dog as well. I'd want a female dog. Awesome. Are those like the kind of dogs? And I say when I say the kind, I mean just like the the, the category of dogs that cost like $5,000 and you have to like fly across the country to get them. Um, I don't know. I... They're not the cheapest, but I know they're not the most expensive. So, I was flying on a plane recently, and like somebody was flying next to us, and like like two seats over, two seats up, and then like one row over, and like I didn't realize they had a little puppy with them. It was it was him and his daughter and his and the puppy, and then I found out like because he was talking to the people ahead of us that they had flown all the way across the country, picked up the puppy, and then like brought the puppy back. That's like purebred stuff. And then I, it was, and I, I, he said something. He like alluded to how much money it was. Like he wasn't. Like somebody asked. Like somebody asked a question. Of like well, how much does one of those run? And I can't remember what he said, but it was like something in the neighborhood, like three grand or something. Plus, mm-hmm. you think about the plane tickets. He flew all the way across the country. I was just thinking, like, what? I mean, there's nothing. Like people should nothing do what they want to do, but people wow. should uh, adopt from their local shelter. Thank you. From their lo- local shelter, yeah. unless That's you're getting a working dog, because they exactly. have specific reasons for that, yeah. but. I mean, I mean I'll go to a shelter first for sure. But if I could get my dream dog, maybe that one. Go yeah. on, Breezy. I completely just cut you off. No, no, you're good. I was saying my two dogs are restless. so going going back. Ford Ranger, hunting Bass dog, 
bass boat. Mm-hmm. What are you naming your boat? Tis himself. Okay. Tis himself. I'm naming him that. Tell me more. Um, so my grandfather's a big part of my life and everything. So he there's a picture on my background on my phone. It's a it's a uh, I'm trying to think. Um Leprechaun Day. I'm blank. I'm St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Irish Day. I like, it should be called Leprechaun Day. That's a much better name. And he... <laughs> Do you guys remember that sketch? <laughs> remember that Who's Seen the Leprechaun sketch? It shouldn't be called Leprechaun Day <laughs> at all. But I support it. <laughs> but yeah, so... There's a... My picture of him is... It's him all like smiley and stuff. And it has a shirt that says Tis Himself. And... um he was just, that's kind of his humor, and he would always have those funny, we would call them Davisms, mm-hmm. just some funny things he would say that wouldn't make any sense, but you would understand what he's me- saying. Okay. So I would name it to himself, for sure. Nice. What is the best purchase you've made in the last year that was under $100? This is hard. Oh, I'm trying to think. Um, you got some Ugg slides on right now. Is it those? This was, these were a Christmas present. Not okay. for myself, okay. but I love these things. I wear them all the time. But um, They're only acceptable if they're a Christmas present. Also, I don't know if they would be under $100. <laughs> Uggs Uggs are not cheap. I, don't, I do not know. But um, oh, this is a hard one. Because uh, I have, like, my favorite, like, fishing stuff is... It's all expensive. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is so hard. I don't really It's okay. Know. We can come back to it. We can come back to we'll it. We'll come back to it for sure. Breezy, what is your purchase under $100 in the last year? It is a tough one. Uh, it's probably, and this is going to sound so self-serving and arrogant, uh, I have an intention journal that I don't use enough, but when I mm-hmm. use it, when I fill it out, it's basically like it's a journal. It's like, mm-hmm. what are you grateful for? What are the habits you're working on? What are your goals for the day? And it's got a schedule on it. It's like, what do you want to do for your day? When I am using it regularly, when I'm filling it out, I am happier, more productive, and just better at life. Um, I'm not, I don't use it all the time. I, I fall in and out of the habit. Like it's it's a for whatever reason I, I struggled like stay with it for long mm-hmm. periods. But it was it's like a sixty dollar journal, so it's not it's not cheap, but it's got ninety days in it, and it is awesome, and it's for sure the best purchase I've made under hundred bucks. I just wish I, I need to stick to it and use it more because it I, I it helps me focus on things I'm happy about and helps me focus on things that I want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I struggle to because you get busy, right? You're like, oh, I'll yeah. do it later. Yeah, I'll catch you later today, and then ADD like, problems. Yeah, I need to just and you have to because it takes about 15 minutes to fill out in the morning mm-hmm. and about 10 minutes at night, and I just I mess up and I don't carve it out. So I've got a new I've got a new best purchase from what I Ooh. said in the Hoff episode, which Ooh. I don't even remember what I said. I don't remember either. But I'm, I'm, a, for I'm sure, officially though. old now because my favorite thing oh, is no. a pill divider. So it's like one of like the pill planners. So I it's got like morning, noon, <laughs> and evening. Because I take, I take a, a few, not a ton, but I take a few supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple different medicines and then stuff. Like I was taking quite a bit of medicine post knee surgery Mm -hmm. as well. So just to keep everything organized, I got a pill organizer. Mm -hmm. It's game changing. I think I figured out what it is. So my, this might be bending the rules. The item itself is more than a hundred dollars, but I split it and I only paid 80 for it with my father. We split it. it. Okay. It's the speaker that we use in our locker room. 
and I take it absolutely everywhere. Nice. Road, road That's trips, important. Road trips, it's going on the bus. Right. It was my carry-on on the flight to California. Were you I blasting it in the plane? No. I wish I did. But it's also <laughs> a portable charger. And it comes oh, nice. with a microphone. Okay. It's it's the best That's thing. That's sick. It's the best thing. So That's really cool. That's probably my favorite purchase. Um, so going back to your childhood, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really childhood, Go I guess ahead. now. Counts fine. How, you I'm, say, you I'm say that to a child. guy who's still a child. I am the child of the team. True, I true. Mean, you're a grown man, but also of the team, you're the child. I, I love, I was ki- thinking known when, as the kid, yes. when you're like, yeah, I started playing soccer at th- at three, Two, three yeah. yeah, and breezy, and I started playing at thirty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, same. There's a same number in there. Three, yeah, the three's yeah, there. Yeah. Um. So, how many siblings do you have? So, I have an older brother who's twenty four. His name is Drew. Okay. Um, is his name Andrew or Drew? Andrew. Okay. Um, but he we, goes by Drew. Goes by Drew. No, I just I, the reason I asked I asked somebody this last night. Mm-hmm. Shout out Drew Miller if you're listening. Chad Hooligan. Because uh, I, was, I was like, Andrew to Andrew pass. Question. And he was like, no, basically, my name's mm-hmm. Drew. It's not Andrew. And I was like, oh. His name's Andrew. He goes by Drew. Um, on my phone, his name is Drew Bird. So um, that's because he's very, a very good singer slash actor. So. Okay. Now, is he an athlete like you? Um, he's not an athlete, but he's an actor. Um, but yeah, he lives in New York and he performs on Broadway. So that's awesome. Whoa. Yeah. He's, he's been my role model growing up. So have you been sure. able to go watch shows? Oh yeah. Productions I, that he's I've, on? I've seen pretty much every single show he's been in. Um, I didn't get to see his, pr- his last show, mm-hmm. um, which was mean girls, but, um, that's awesome. Yeah. I saw that mean girls was on Broadway <laughs> Yeah, and I thought like, dude, that would be the funnest thing to see he he liked it but um his favorite was the prom okay he was in that and that was a big one that was his big one for him he's that show got him on pretty much every late night show in new york so that's cool yeah he's he's made it does he have a stage name or does he go by something different or does he, um, go by- he goes by drew drew's his name but um there was an article that was written about him when he did a show in the theater at the Muni in St. Louis, mm-hmm. they said he's a spitting image of Gene Kelly, but with an even better voice. Okay. So that's what they said. There might be some things that make it true or not, but I think he's a better singer personally. So now how much older is he than you? He's 24. Okay. Yeah. So basically are you three years. Or 21? I'm 21. Okay. It's three years, but in school we were like four years apart. So, so old enough that he you like lived different lives, different friends. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so yeah, he was that. He was like, I grew up with him. But then I also have two little half sisters. One is ten, Vivian, Vivian Elizabeth. Shout out, shout out, Vivian Elizabeth. And then the little um, firecracker Delilah. She's three, and she is hilarious. So nice. is, so is Vivian, but Delilah's like me a little bit. Full of personality. Full That's of personality. Awesome. Now, are they playing? Sp- I mean, the three-year-old's probably not playing a lot of sports yet. But is the ten-year-old playing some sports? Yeah, she Vivian? plays soccer. Um, she played a lot of sports growing up, um, but she's a big dancer. She's uh-huh. a really, really good dancer. Um, she's competed in nationals and stuff like that, dance competitions. Uh-huh. So um, 
that's her big thing, claim to fame. So, pretty athletic family. Yeah, um, I would like to say so. my actually my um, great grandmother. She actually held some Olympic, some senior Olympic world records. So they no now, longer now hold, but makes a little more yeah, sense now. Makes sense now, I guess. You got some of those genes. Yep. Now, do either of your parents do like? High-level sports? Um, my dad played rugby in college, and he played football in high school. Um, fun fact, he was the center for Trent Green. If you yeah. are a football fan, you know who Trent Green is. He was the center for Trent Green all four years of high school. That's awesome. So, yeah. And then my mom, she was a cheerleader. Nice. Yeah. And, yes, cheerleaders are athletes. But they are, if they're, especially the when, ones tumbling. When you compete. Yes, she she competed and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So, uh, what's it like playing for Coach Fuller? We talked a little bit about your, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not asking you necessarily to compare to previous yeah. coaches, but like, what are training sessions like? Like, are they enjoyable? Are they educational? Or are they entertaining mm-hmm. or enlightening? Or are they just like, oh my god, I wish I can't wait till this is over so I can go home and pass out. <laughs> um, uh, Fuller's training sessions, I love them. Um, they're uh, really good. The guys get a lot of work out of them. Um, he lo- he likes to include his fitness within the game, like within the play. And I really like that personally because as a goalkeeper, you know, you don't like to run. Um, but every once in a while, if we're, if we're doing sprints at the end of it, it's I'm, because... I'm clipping that. <laughs> you know, goalkeepers, we don't like to run. We don't like to run. But um, there's times where he has to put his foot down. We have to end up doing some sprints but i'm actually with jordan a lot of the time as a goalkeeper so then you get to hear from jordan's aspect jordan's a good goalkeeper coach mm-hmm. i like him he like um everyone's really likes to joke around which is fun but um when we get to work we get to work and i like that so but yeah they are both very good coaches so we we talked a little bit ago about the the pandemic and and some of the things that you did mm-hmm during the pandemic getting kicked in the nose by kyle yeah come on kyle yeah so it was all good so we (laughs) we we come back from the pandemic go into the season you're expected to be the third the third keeper we come back Uh uh-huh you're the big man on campus so when i heard that phil wasn't coming back that was when my mind switched and i was like all right this is my team now. Yeah. This is time to give them what they are waiting for, you know? So, um, that happened and, um, played pretty well. Um, and, um, we can kind of see, I, we see it like we saw, um, I got, and I ended up being on the first all tournament team. So Mm -hmm. in the bubble. So I feel pretty proud of that. But yeah, I, I, pretty proud of that first year coming in and playing and playing well yeah and as a young keeper like we talked about earlier like getting i mean you were you were expected to be the third keeper Mm -hmm. you essentially ended up the backup keeper kind of maybe because they didn't end up signing a true number one that's not a shot at phil but like they Mm -hmm. didn't like phil's a reasonably love you phil you were the number one you were you were a yeah well phil was supposed to be the number one once they figured that out right and Mm -hmm. you were supposed to be the number three but then you became the number two like okay this guy's good enough like he can be the Mm -hmm. number two and then suddenly you're the 20 year old number one Mm -hmm. like 
did did you feel that right? I mean, you said you like decided you were gonna take. Did you feel that right away, or were you just like I'm gonna compete because they brought in an experience yeah, deeper in the they, end? Like they 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 tried to bring in multiple guys. Um, they brought in one guy named Vinny. Um, Maddie stuck with us, um, but yeah, they brought in multiple keepers to sign. But um, when as soon as Phil left, that was my mind switch. I was like, all right, even if they bring guys in, this is your team. So I ended up playing really well when we came back from um, quarantine and stuff like that. I was in my head, I was like, you need to make saves. And there's in the independent cup uh, when we played the Georgia revs after one of my saves early in the second half, as I get up, you can see me smart completely. Cause like I was living life. I was like, I was, on a mountaintop because you can see he was like, I'm making saves mm-hmm. in a professional game as a, as a rookie. And the funny thing was actually the first shot ever I took in a game, they sniped it top left. Yeah. The first ever shot yeah. taken out of me was a goal. So I think that was the funny complete thing. banger too. complete banger. Um, I was upset about it at first. He's like, of course that happens. First game, first shot. Of course it goes in. Yeah. But after that, I kind of got like my feet under me and, ended up playing pretty well for the rest of the season so yeah you had some really good um stops that game too because there was i think one or two headers there's one header easily could have been goals a 16 year old yes noah elder that was the the big looping header noah elder between richard and spielman so (laughs) i was a little i was like oh there's a ball there so you tipped it over tipped it over the crossbar i tipped it over the crossbar um, and then there was one late in the game that they hit from an angle that I had to do a little spider monkey save that uh-huh. I like to call. I just sprawl up and tip it over the bar. So those are my two big saves that game. But I'm really, I'm just ecstatic how that, that first game went and then throughout the season. Now, are you someone that remembers like each game in detail? I used to, when I was in high school, I can remember things like that off the top of my head. Now it's like taking me a little bit. Um, I've had a lot more games. It had a lot more games, but I think also just the mindset, like when you're in the game itself, you can remember more. Um, so it's kind of, it's hard to remember things when you're not in the game. So that's one thing. It's kind of hard to remember. Um, so I forget who I was talking to. I think it was Jordan. Mm-hmm. He said you were a really big film guy. Might've even been full. Oh yeah. Yeah. It uh, might've been Jeremy. Might've been. I don't know. It was one of the three. I've, I've <laughs> talked to so so yeah. so many times, but they said you like to you like to record. Yeah, so practice, go back and watch it. I have a tripod, and um, I bring it to training. I put my phone in there, and I film the goalkeeper sessions, mm-hmm. and I just do that to um, really study like my foot position, my position on the goal. I study everything. I'm a full student of the game uh-huh. when it comes to training just so I can try to make myself as best as I can be. Um, asking pointers from other teammates like how is my angle on this and stuff like that just so I could be the best that I could be. Uh-huh. Um, so I yeah, I do bring a tripod and I like to film training sessions all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, I played tennis mm-hmm. and 
um, I wanted to get really good at tennis really fast. So I would always take my cell phone, mm-hmm. I would hook it up to the fence and I would just mm-hmm. watch, um, watch and, um, like just to get my form down frame by and frame. Stuff. And it's incredible how much quick, can, how much more you quickly see, you progress. Yeah. And you can see it happen. Yeah. yeah. And what you're actually doing is not what you think you're doing exactly. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get through, we get through the season, your keeper of mm-hmm. the tournament, in Detroit, one of yes, um, <laughs> yeah. In my for us, heart, for, for, for you guys, yeah. Um, what was your focus in the off season? My focus in the off season was mainly to get healthy. Um, the last when we played Oakland, I ended up hurting my foot. Um, it was actually a um, a tendon issue that I had in the top of my foot. It was, um, I don't remember the name of it, but I had to figure out that it was a tendon I couldn't, I had to figure that out and like rehab it on my own, Mm -hmm. um, away from the team and didn't really know a PT back at home. So I was like, I had to do this on my own. I had to do my own stretching, strengthening and all the stuff like that. So my first thing was to get fit, get healthy before I started training again. But as soon as I got healthy, I was hitting the ground running, trying to be as fit as possible but right before i came back i ended up having a heel issue um now i have a hole in my shoe when i play okay and my right shoe there's a hole for my heel because i couldn't play with the shoe on like it hurt to put shoes on with my right what's foot. wrong there was a, it wasn't a heel spur but it was something of that nature where it was the where the bone of my heel met the achilles uh, tendon mm-hmm. and there was like some really really bad pain there so yeah i couldn't train for like the last three weeks of our preseason mm-hmm. like before our preseason like before we came in preseason came in i ended up getting a false positive covid test Jeez. so i had to wait um a few days for that about a week for that and then we have the two um games two scrimmages and stuff but then before the louisville game i sprained my wrist so then i was out for another week so i was kind of tumbling down the hill a little bit um Mm -hmm. coming into this season so it's been a rough one but um i'm fully healthy now so i'm working my way back to compete compete with phil to get in that lineup so what's that what's that been like so i mean the way I think about it, it's got to be a little bit of a bummer because you're expecting to compete mm-hmm. with Phil and then, you know, you've mm-hmm. got injuries and like not not necessarily from a competition point of view, but just mentally what is like, what do you have to do? Yeah, to- it's, it's hard, especially with last year playing pretty much every minute. Um, it's hard um, wanting to play and not being able to and coming back from injury. Um, but in those training when you're in those when you're in training it's you're pushing your limits you're doing as much as you can um i would end up staying after like doing the extras the 15 minutes um 10 15 minutes after the training session and staying in goal and taking 80 percent of the reps just so i could get back to the fitness level and seeing the shots come in again mm-hmm. um, because I was away for, for a little bit. And as a goalkeeper, you have to see those shots come in and that's the only way you're going to get better. 
um, is just seeing them actually happening, going through those moments. So that's one really hard thing. But um, when you're in a game, you just have to be supportive. Um, I feel like um, a lot of guys, when I'm on the field, when I'm on the bench, I'm 100% for the team. I'm throwing my water bottle out um, for the guys so they can drink water and stuff like that. So I'm all for the team when it comes to game time. So, um, so one thing... We talked about this a little bit with you earlier. You were mm. super loud in tryouts. Yeah. yeah. Phil is also a very loud person. Mm-hmm. Who's who's loudest? Um, I don't know. I feel at times I just talk to talk and I would just yell the whole entire time. And um, Phil talks at the right, like he talks at the right moments. Mm. Um, um, I feel like I talk sometimes too much. But you never know as a goalkeeper, but it's pretty equal, I think. I mean, the way that Finley set up, you can, when there's a thousand people in the stands, it sounds like 10,000. So it's very hard to get that word out. So we just, it's, you have to use a different type of your voice. You can't just be screaming. You have to use like a deeper yell. Mm-hmm. And um, it's still kind of like hard to get used to. So, but yeah, we're both pretty loud. Yeah, how's that adjustment been? I'm, I'm assuming, and, and correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming you didn't play in front of, you know, crowds of twenty five or oh, three thousand no. people. Not at all. Um, so, how has that adjustment been when you know it get Finley gets loud and you're like, oh, and I, I realize it's been mm-hmm. a, you've been here during a pandemic the yeah. whole time, right? So you really haven't even probably had the full, but you've had some. Yeah, you, we had some games last year in the uh-huh. in the fall and whatever else. How's that adjustment been? Just trying to play in front so of people. So my biggest crowd I ever played in front of in high school was maybe about a thousand people and that was at a semifinal of a tournament. Um, and that was like the loudest. We had a whole football team there because it was an off week. So they were already hyping us up and stuff. So that's awesome. That was really, a really cool feeling. And when we played the Cosmos last year, when we were walking out, there's a picture, I think, and I'm smirking completely because it's like, that is loud. That is a lot of people. And it took me a second to really like kind of get over it and kind of settle down and get into the game of flow. Um, that may or may not. And that was it. just breezy and I, because yeah. we were so excited to be in the it stadium was the, again. It was a freaking drum. Don't, 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 the whole entire time. Oh, that was, I loved it. And that was just the two I of us. That, was, that yeah. was me and 11. I mean, it wasn't just me, but I was on Helga and it was 11 months of anger Helga. and, uh, and Helga's excitement and everything else. She has a name. Helga. Helga yeah. With oh, two yeah, Helga. Two oh, L's. <laughs> Love it. But yeah. H E double hockey stick G A. G A. Yeah. So that was a little. Um, it took a second to get used to. Um, I mean, when we went to Oakland last year, um, when they had 5,000 people packed out, that was a really cool environment. I feel um, like that was, it felt easier in my own head at that time just because I wasn't, again, I wasn't on the field uh-huh. playing, but um, it was a really good experience to be through that environment and stuff like that. So, but this past this season already you guys have been so loud and I've, it's feed it's I'm, only it, going to get louder it feeds yeah. me now it's only going to get it louder it feeds brother. me now i'm not afraid of it anymore it feeds me just yeah. wait till we actually we're not really singing and stuff right now besides the tennis ball that that yeah <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that all the time <laughs> i love that chant yeah we uh you know we like to make fun of the goalkeeper a little bit or whoever we can Whoever it is, yeah the uh, the uh, the the stars game. It was Mr. Glass because he, he he was he got hurt a lot. Yeah. Oh, 
Because he yeah. went down. He went down the first out, and then somebody goes, hey, his name is Mr. Glass now. And I, I don't, so full disclosure, I had no idea why. And, but I had, I, so they explained it to me. They're like, that's a superhero. Like, any time, he, he was a superhero unless he fell down. And then if he fell down, like, he shattered into glass. Have you never seen Unbreakable? Uh-uh. Oh, you have to. You, you know me and No, yeah, but you would like it. It's very good. And, and you would be able to be entertained watching it. But yeah, I, uh, so I didn't know, and they named him Mr. Glass, and it was, of course, perfect, because he ended up rolling around for three quarters of the game. <laughs> um, they named him Mr. Glass, like, the, right after he sat down and took his shirt off. By that the way, was, have you ever seen someone just sit down in the middle of a game and go, I'm going to take my shirt off now? No, no, but... You, that's a new move for you, if you want to, you know... Move. I if mean, you want to get a little time out, just, just sit down in the middle when someone's about to take a corner and just yeah. take your shirt off. He, he did recently just sign with my glove, glove company and stuff. And so you're trying to be nice? I <laughs> listen. I'll say it on this podcast. Fuck that guy, man. <laughs> hey, I, I could empathize with him in that moment because I wore a jacket to the game, and then the sun came out. I'm like, fuck, I got to take this jacket off. So. He's from Zimbabwe, so I think the the difference. He might. Well, he's been at Michigan for a few years now, so. He should probably get used to the temperature a little bit. Like, I don't know that. I don't. Know. Maybe it was temperature related. Maybe it wasn't. All I know. So he's a hell of a keeper. First of all, like he's a good keeper. But like, fuck that guy. Like he, his antics. Everybody's tired of him. Like, yeah. No. Nobody likes that guy for good reason because he acts like an asshole. But sitting down in the middle of the field, just when we're going to take a corner. I mean, I hated him for shout it. Shout out to Alex Glove Company. So yeah. Shout out uh, Eagle Sport. Eagle Sport. Yes. Shout out. But I see, I see your posts on a regular basis on <laughs> your you stories. Go. But like him sitting down, like 90% of me was like, fuck you. But like 10% of me was like, kind of respect it. He just sat down and didn't care. He was like, if they he's, score, he's like. He's taking control of the game. Yeah, he, he very much mm-hmm. took control of the game. And that's what he's good at. So he is. He is. He is. But we got our revenge. We definitely, definitely got our revenge. Uh, by the way, that is going semi-viral in like places on the internet, it's ending up in like random places that you don't bar expect stool. it to. It ended up on bar stool. It's ended Fun up a bunch up. of different places. The goal celebration, yeah. goodness, <laughs> it's just so good, yeah. so 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 good. I mean, so terrible. It's very also, but So good. It's very, it's very. The very gif memeable. that was made out of it was. I posted it a lot. Well done. I, I, I didn't think make it. Producer Jay made it. Shout out, Producer Jay. Producer Jay, the timing on that GIF was very well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he cut it down just so it pretty much he just bounces on the ground. Yep. And I definitely am going to use it for a long time. Um, by the way, here's, here's this idea I have, and I'm going to talk to Marcus about it and see if he likes it. Um, and we'll put it out on the podcast and see what people think about it. Uh, but I have this idea. That's a, a moment we all lived, right? Probably don't want to do it again. Don't want to be the team Probably that, like, no. you know, whatever, whatever. But here's my idea. I think, and this will be up to Marcus because it'll be up to him if he likes, likes this idea. But if he scores, when or he it'll scores, be up to everyone else to carry him over there. Just say it. True. But when he, <laughs> if he goes down, uh, he needs to come over to the section now and celebrate in the section. And then when he comes over to like fist, bu- fist like in the air or whatever he's going to do in front of the section, the entire 109 that wants to should all go down and hold our knees for the goal oh, celebration. You know what I'm saying? If he, if he comes running over after that's, scoring whatever. He comes to us. And then, we, and then we, all, oh, we all go yeah. down. It's a lot of work, but you never know. Hey. You never you, know. Don't put anything past that. Did you, see, did you see us in the second half? The whole section went down when he went. The goalkeeper I went didn't down. See it, no. So yeah. at halftime, someone told me, and then like someone told someone else, and then like ran around telling everybody, like, "Hey, listen, in the second half, if this guy goes down, if this asshole goes down again, like mm-hmm. we're all going down too." And the entire section dropped. Went, yes. ah, they're screaming and holding their knees, uh, and he got back up really quickly. 
I don't know if he saw her or not, but he got up quickly. I'm assuming that he did. Uh, yeah. I think, he, I, mean, I think everyone should. I'm going to do it next game, like the first time he goes down. The first time. Did you know a fight was going to pop off? Um, Could you feel it in the air? I knew something was going to happen. Uh, as soon as I saw him running up, I was like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and then he put his hands on Marcus's neck, and then firecracker Felipe gave him a good Hey, Felipe show. wasn't going to let Mark... He got Mark- in and got out. He, he shot that he guy, did. and next thing you know, he's over in the stands. Yeah. Like, he's <laughs> supporting the guys. But that was... It was... I, me personally, I mean, last year I ended up getting to Darwin when the headbutt happened last year. So I pulled him away before the guy nearly gave him a flying kick to the face. So mm-hmm. I'm more of a separator in that scenario. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a guy to get in there and get all scrappy. I'm, I'm trying to get people away from each other. Well, don't worry. The person getting people away from each other was Richard Dixon, who grabbed oh the dude who punched God. Phil and just dadded him. That he was, just dad that handled was him. He was like dad strength. He yeah. just picked him up was and was like, you, you are coming with me, sir. And he just picked him up. And that guy was like trying to fight back and like bigger oh, than he, Dixon. And he, Dixon's got a bro- like he a had no chance. ripped hamstring or whatever. And he just walked him to the side he like, as like, if he was a child. There's no way. There's no way. As if, when he when he saw Phil go down, he became full protector mode. He's like, you are not going anywhere. You're going to get what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Just and picked him up and carried him over to the sidelines. Ended up getting a four-game suspension or something like that. Yeah, that guy got a four-game suspension. Should have been more, but I'll take it. Um, four seems actually like Light. reasonable. Especially in our short, yeah, short spring season. season. Yeah, but also like if you're a coach coming off the bench punching people, like, that's bad. Yeah, it's it's a bad look. But enough on uh, negative things. We won that game. We did, and it was a good time. So time. your uh, your superstition worked. It did. It's all because of you. Congrats. Shaved that mustache, and we won. I guess so. It's coming and so back. Wait, wait, if we lose two in a row, you're gonna grow it back. Is that how this works? Well, it's already coming back right now. I got the scruff of the beard as well, but I could pull off a dirty stash right now if I wanted to. But yeah. That's the only thing Breezy can ever do is the dirty stash. The dirty it takes stash. a lot longer than most people. Like, if you shave the beard, it'll be there. Oh, I can. So I can. Like, my stash is the, the only part of my beard that's reasonably thick. It just grows slow. Mm-hmm. Also, the beard takes him a year to grow. He grew Correct. it the entire lockdown. Yeah. He comes out post lockdown. Like, oh, who's this? Who's my friend's looking guy? like a mountain man. I look like a guy? mountain man. It's, it's not great. It's not great. All right, let's uh, transition to some teammate-related yes. questions. Ooh. Who is the best FIFA player on the team, in your opinion? FIFA. I've heard Spielman's good. KJ Shout was, out Speed Racer. Mm-hmm. KJ was really good last year. Um, I remember playing with him. He would clap me whenever I tried to play him. Um, but supposedly, I, f- I have a feeling that... Um, Tater Tot is um, quite good. Yeah, that's a cute nickname. Does everyone call him Tater Tot? Tater. It's we're trying to bring it. We're trying to catch it on Tater. Okay, I like it. Tater. Yeah. I mean, we we can help with that. Yes. Tater Tot. We support uh, who that. Who on the team eats the most? Eats the most? Oh. I mean, Big Country is a nickname, but <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> so, so you're saying if you guys go to get pizzas, but also two whole pizzas. Also, Cam can eat. Cam can eat food. He will eat a crap ton of food. Man knows how to eat, for sure. See that? You got to, you know, burn a lot of calories. Exactly. Cam can eat food. He also makes really good rice. 
Who is the best cook slash chef? Chef Tofer. Chef Tofer. I'm waking up smelling cinnamon French toast sticks, omelets. He's the best chef. He's the best chef, hands down, I think. It's good. Shout out, shout as as he's sh- as he's in the kitchen, kitchen cooking, cooking right cooking. now. Shout out Tover right completely now. Completely ignoring, right completely now. ignoring everything that's going on over here. Just cooking up a storm. Also, huge Chelsea fan. Chelsea. We all make bad decisions. Tofer. It's okay. Oh, don't get him started. They're the Champions League. They're the Champions League final. That's gonna that's gonna be a wild wild game. So we already talked about this. You said fastest player in the team is Marcano in a straight line without the ball, mm-hmm. and Brett Jones with. I mean, sorry, in Kasek with the ball. You think? Yes. All right, that's my favorite question of all of these mm-hmm. questions. Uh, who sits closest to coach on the bus that doesn't have to? So who's the brown noser of the group? You guys kind of gave me some crap last time. I like sitting in the front. I always. So sit it's in the front. you. I don't know what brown nosing is. I'm going to look it up. Says a brown noser. Okay. I really don't know what it means. You're laughing at me for some reason. I'm going to look it up. So why why would your nose be brown? I don't know. Oh, I get it. It's really far up the country. I get it. I get it. I get it. But yeah, I just like sitting at the front because one... His name is Juan. (laughs) Juan, you get to get off the bus first. Two... You're literally just right there. You can get in, get on, get out. And three, it's just you're not involved in all the conversations in the back and you have your own peace and quiet time up front. So you like to kind of like chill out and focus on the bus. I I have my own time. It's me time, kind of. Is it true that keepers read books? I have two books in my room right now. But are you reading them? I read them, yes. Do keepers read books? Two two good books. Field players. No. I mean, Kyle, Kyle De Silva likes to read. He has a book that he's reading. That's there's a lot of few read. There's a lot of readers on this team. Yeah, that's incredible. That's sweet. But yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, I could see Kyle being a reader. He seems like a We've got a team full of book readers and anime watchers. That's your kind special. of special. Your kind of people. I don't read books. Okay, our kind of people. I read books. Yeah, I listen to books. I will listen to a book. Oh, I count. I, can't I count. Read. No, what time? I count. Listening to books is reading. I completely forgot what we were talking about. It's not the same thing. A book reader would never say that that counts. Uh, Audiobooks count? Okay, so I read as I listen to an audiobook. I listen and read at the same time. Is that cheating? Same book? Same book. I mean, it's not cheating. That's that's really conquering your ADD. (laughs) I do it just because it makes me think more. Because I'm reading, it's like, okay, I'm reading it, I'm hearing what he says, but also just lets my mind picture more, I think. That's just me. That's how I've done it. No, I, 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 so I do read some books. I just don't have as much time, but I listen to lots of audiobooks, and it's reading to me. Mm-hmm. It is reading to me. Um, who is the biggest trash talker? Nick. Spills? Spunky, for sure. So, oh, by the way, we've dubbed him Speed Racer, Smitty and Speed I have. Speed Racer? Yeah. Okay. It's. I mean, he's he goes he's by rapid. everything. He he's goes rapid. by so many things. Well, he had the really sweet yeah. stripes Ryan in his just hair. Got him. Ryan has those. No. He just he just put him in. He That's too much. It. Also, it's really fun when he like when he takes the ball from somebody and then dribbles past them and takes like three steps yeah. and you know that he's not the fastest guy on the team. Mm-hmm. But when he gets three paces past somebody and we all get to laugh at that you person for getting it. you guys lose it. Oh, no, but we we start saying go speed racer, go speed racer, <laughs> go speed racer, go. Like it's. It's good. Also, can hit a ping. 
apparently. He can ping a ball. That that ball that he hit to uh, Brett Jones for the goal was. Talk about that finish. Finish though, oh. and the touch, every part of that, mm-hmm. the pass in, the wands pass, the one Ryan's little touch, touch from Ryan to mm-hmm. lay it off, and just first time. I love a first time finish. That was so good. That touch from Ryan was super impressive. Oh, he Do turns th- with the ball and just like lays it off the perfect amount. Do you think he meant to? I'm going saying yes, but no. <laughs> so I think I think he was trying to control the ball. He did what he tried to do, but it, I don't. I, it was perfect. It was perfect. It was too perfect. Is it, what I'm saying. Like it was, and I and I, I'm giving him credit for definitely oh, like he, making that it happened. He perfectly. did great. But He's I wonder always, if he was trying. He was trying to do that, but I think he might have. No offense, Ryan. I love you, but give it to him ten more times, and he can't make that touch again. I wouldn't say he could probably do it a few times. I don't know. He's gonna come at me for that one for sure. <laughs> but yeah. He's gonna come at us too. So it's okay. I want to see him on Tuesday night. He's be like, "Hey, man." Yeah. As soon as no, this Ryan's, too, Ryan's too nice. He's the best. He's he's a ref at Highland Park Commons. Yes, and he's the best referee. I was he do is. That, but he's I a very good referee. He's a yeah. That's right. You were. You were talking to Jonathan. I was certified in St. Louis. You should, should do you it. You should man. definitely do it. We I'm need more d- referees. Hang out with us on Tuesdays. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm down. It's great. I'm down. Um, Smitty, do you want to do the non-soccer? Oh, actually, no. What timeout? Biggest trash talker on the field. What's the weirdest thing? And maybe you can't share. But what's the weirdest thing oh, an oppo- opposing can. player has said to you on the field? Not to me, but I like to mix things up when I t- I play. What kind of things do you like to say? I like to be all flirty with the guys. It's kind of funny, but I do just because it gets them in a weird headspace. Yeah, I mean. I do just a little bit, but I was never the trash talker when I was growing up. I mean, um, playing, I kind of just let my playing do the talking, and I didn't really do a lot of trash talking. So whenever there's like team banter throughout the team, I'm just, I don't know what to say when people come at me a little bit. So mm-hmm. shout out Brian, me and him go at it quite often. Um, but uh, I see Brian being a little chippy. A little chippy. Um, he, I did get a shin in the head from him. Last week, so shouldn't have been in the way, bro. Shouldn't have been in the way. <laughs> hey, yeah. Matthew's gonna not listen to this, but if you heard that, he'd be very, very proud. Yeah, but yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. That's the weirdest thing is probably I just flirt with the dude a little bit. Get him off there. Get him off their game. So exactly. what's what's your what's your favorite um, on field pickup line? On field pickup line is like, "Hey, baby." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just yelling over it over yeah. again. Admit the guy look at you like, "Hey, is he like, actually flirting with me?" Like, oh, who's me? coming to join the party? Because <laughs> like I'm always away from everybody, and then they come over and they're like, "Oh, you want to trade? You're like trade positions? I don't know. I just say random stuff like that. It's yeah. weird, but whatever can get in their head. Exactly. I don't know <laughs> if it works or not, but um, I got to play against Jay one mm-hmm. futsal season because we I were on futsal. a team that wasn't ours. I love futsal. So good. Um, yeah, that like one of the greatest nights was when you came and I was our cheerleader. That. It was awesome. Yeah, it was good. I was like half half coach, half cheerleader. It was perfect. Half really wanting to play. Half really wanting to play. Yeah. yeah. So we weren't on our regular teams and then Jay wasn't going to be able to and then something freed up and it was he, COVID. he joined. COVID happened. So we yeah. we didn't have enough for a full team. Um, yeah. So Jay joined a different team. So we got to play against that team and I it was like, I 10 15 minutes into the game i came up i like i grabbed him yeah. put my arm around him whispered in his ear i was like i can't wait to get home later <laughs> take my pants off 
<laughs> empty my pockets that's and great. find you there. That's great. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got in Jay's head bad that game. I it remember. Because the, the only thing you could do is laugh. Laughing. Yeah. Kept laughing. But also, like, I can't really play soccer, but I played basketball my entire life. Mm. If there's one thing I can do, it's defend. So I just, like, stuck to him. I like, pride myself the whole on defense when I play basketball. Mm-hmm. Defense wins championships. Very good. All right, so, and then, like, that game actually, it's probably karma for having such a good trash talk line. Tore my ACL. At the end of the game. Oh, you did uh, carry that game. Yeah, at the end of that Ooh. game. He didn't know at the time. Hey, I made a game-saving tackle. You did. Yeah. I remember that. It's worth it. It's not. Uh, it's not but, it, it. But, it, but it also it was. Is. Yeah. But I, so I didn't know I already had a torn ACL from an injury that happened several months ago. Yeah, like you came out like five minutes into the game. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-oh. Yeah. So it wasn't great. Yeah, because whenever you were there, that was whenever I first came back from, I yeah. think, my first injury. Yeah. Um, and it like, ended up being a torn ACL. You just didn't yeah. know. So I, I've had one ACL surgery. I'm about to have the second one in June. Um, co-host Matt also had ACL surgery. So um, from Matt two... Caliglio. Is it Caliglio? It's, it's whatever Caniglio. you wanted to. Caliglio is great, though. Caliglio. You should stick with that. It's Caliglio. I like it. Sorry, will, the beautiful thing is he'll never listen to this because he will never <laughs> go back and listen to He any loves of to hang out at our trainings. Uh, he does. Yeah. He loves He does. It. Wait, he also tell- loves to read newspapers. He's a professional ball boy. He is. He loves getting the ball. I think that's where he gets his fitness in. It is exactly where he gets it, his yeah, fitness Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's he's a great help at trainings, getting the ball. He takes everybody. it so serious he too, does. and that's what I really like about it. He's I mean, very serious. He's a good he's a good guy. Yes, he cares. He does care. But also, Caliglio is Caliglio is great. I'm sorry, but yeah, but he's never he's never going to listen to this because he doesn't know what podcasts are. Yeah, yeah, he's on a podcast, but he he doesn't even know what the podcast app is on his phone. Yeah, he's a 82 year old man in a 30 year old body. All right. So, what advice do you have for Matthew and I? For recovering from our ACL injuries, I've never had a knee injury, but what I do have to say is keep up with your PT as much as you can, because that is one. Thing. If you as soon as as soon as you lose that, everything else starts to fall again. So keep up with the PT and strengthen as much as possible, because the strengthening will come will help the flexibility and stuff mm-hmm. like that and the mobility. So word. What is your best hidden talent? Uh, this is hard. Um, my best hidden talent. I have a few talents. I mean, give it to us. I can play the ukulele. I literally almost made a joke. Like, what do you play the ukulele? I have it. <laughs> it's on its stand in my room right oh now. Oh my god, that's excellent! That's excellent. Yeah, excellent. I do that. Um, I made some bracelets last year. They were pretty nice. Some friendship bracelets. That okay, pretty sick. Okay, that's sweet. But yeah, that's a good skill to have. Yeah. Are you are you one of those friendship bracelet people that super glues the bracelet when you tie it on somebody's no, wrist? I tie it on properly so you can just slide it on and off. Okay, because some yeah. people are crazy about their friendship bracelets, and they're like, "I'm gonna super glue it on." So if 
I so mean, if I ever see it off of you, I'll know you cut it off. Last year, Clay, he had a bracelet that he wore every single game. And it was a little piece of string. And he was very avid about that and having that. So remember that. Okay. You guys should see the picture where he scored the goal. Mm-hmm. You see the bracelet on. He okay. never takes that thing off. Nope. What is your favorite restaurant in Chattanooga for a date? For a date. Specifically for a date. Hmm. I like doing like a brunch date. Okay. Yeah. That's a solid, solid date. Thing is, because then if I'm doing a date, I'll take her to brunch, go for a walk, then probably do some like event thing or something and then hopefully watch the sunset and that's that's, that's a good day that is a good day that's what i would do for a date where where would you so in that ideal day what part of chattanooga are you watching the sunset uh, the sunset i haven't i know there's a few good spots i know the bridge is really good because i listened to the podcast and after i heard that i went to and i watched it very gorgeous Mm-hmm. I love it there. Um, Sunset Rock's always good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this one park in North Shore where we used to live last year. It's a really good sunset. White Oak? Boom. White Oak. Got you. Got you. It's a really good sunset over there. You can do a picnic over there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's probably the three spots that I would. But the first place on the data would probably go Bantam and Biddy. Yeah. Solid. I mean... Is that because it's that good, or you get a discount? It's both. Or bo- okay, it's both. <laughs> That's fair. The food's so good, and I mean, you can do a little flex. I, yeah. I mean, listen, they're also like a sponsor, so it's a good. They thing. are or partner. Yeah. Excuse partner, me, partner. Partner. I Sorry. delayed going to Bantam and Biddy for a while because all of the guys always raved about Bantam and Biddy. I was like. They feed you. You live right above them. So good. This was whenever this was it's in 2019 so when they lived in the apartments right over Bantam it's and Biddy. So good. It, I finally went there after a hike their last wings year. Are fire, man! Everything is good. Oh, the fried okra. I always get their fried okra. Okay, I've not it's had the really fried good. Okra. Very, very good. You should try. It. I'm a big fried okra fan. Fried okra is delicious. That's. I think that's a Midwest thing as well. I. It could be. I don't know. It's so good. I love it's I fantastic. love fried okra, but I didn't discover fried okra until like three years ago. Okay. So like I'd eat okra, but just not fried. I don't know how I'd eaten it, but I'd eat, definitely eaten it before. But I, when I first fried. had fried okra, I was like, oh, this is how this is supposed to be eaten. Yes. My eyes have been opened. I don't know if it's a, I think it's a southern thing. Maybe maybe it's a Midwest it, thing. I don't know. It's somewhere in between. Missouri's also way more southern than people realize. South, south Missouri is full on south. Yeah. Table like rock. people running around, no shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't wear shoes for a very long time. I wore flip-flops only. That's... And then I just be. I'm talking about barefoot. No, no, but barefoot I did ta- so I did taekwondo fully. for ten years, and like my feet were super tough, so I would just be in flip flops or barefoot. I yeah, they're they're hunting the and okay, doing, doing, doing farm work I'm, with no I'm, shoes. Okay, well, I mean, I I, I had shoes. I own shoes. I've been hunting a few times. I could see you hunting. Skeet shooting. He's wearing a Bass Pro hat for everyone who can't see. Yeah, him. yeah. Skeet shooting is very fun. And, and slide on is Uggs. Super fun. Yeah. Super fun. That shoot the crossbow. Yeah. <laughs> I I shot the pellet gun growing up as a kid. I yeah. shoot a pellet gun at um, tin cans. AK, I had a, I had AK a red squirrels. rider BB, BB gun, like a classic, <laughs> like single yeah. shot. I yeah. shot army men with it. Oh, oh no! <laughs> I mean, the, the thing commando down. 
thing about army men is you could like actually like see if you hit one because a lot of times it was like dented or like yeah, hit it, it or whatever. Fly. So yeah. you'd be, or it would go somewhere. So it wasn't like, did I hit it? It was like, nah, you, you hit it. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite spot in Chattanooga to just chill? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, to just chill. That's really hard because last year we were over in the North Shore and I have a hammock. So I would just go hammock places. But uh, That's a very Chattanooga thing to do. Yeah, I bought one as soon as I came down here. I was like, I need one. Yeah. But the we go to the creek, Suck Creek. I go there quite often. And it's a good place. I'll throw the hammock up, just sit in that thing, listen to music, read my book. Yeah, that's a very fun thing to do. That or I'm up at Chickamauga Lake fishing. Okay. Big fisherman over here. That's awesome. Yeah, if Producer Jay was here, you guys could have a whole conversation. Oh, about yeah, fishing. we would. He's hit me up multiple times like, we need to go fishing. You guys do. I, I, I respect it. I have nothing to say about fishing because I know nothing. Like, I know as much about fishing as I do about astrophysics, which is nothing. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's more of just being out there in the nature and just living within the nature and hearing things. And if you catch a fish, you catch a fish. That's how I think of it. It helps me just relax. It's my getaway now because soccer used to be my getaway and just I would go to the high school and play. But now it's my job. So my getaway now is fishing. Have you gone fishing on the Missouri River? The Missouri River, no. It's intense. Whether you're on a boat, which intense not or a is great it in idea. boats? Huh? What is it intense uh, or is it in boats? No, on the bank from the on the bank. bank? Yeah, because the river's so crazy. I've done it on the Merrimack. You can catch some crazy fish though. Yeah, they're strong, so strong because of the that current is so strong. But I fished on the Merrimack multiple times. Have you ever been morel mushroom hunting? No, I have not. I've heard about them though. It's the greatest kind of hunting. You don't have. I don't like mushrooms. You're shaking your head because you don't like mushrooms. No, I love mushrooms. I don't know well, what you're talking a about. A morel mushroom. It's is I. We literally different. talked about it like last week when we went to the creek. So. I love mushrooms, but I don't want to pick mushrooms. I want someone to pick them for me. I don't want to trust my. I don't want to end up with a ma- with no, death mushroom. Well, oh, you you know you know what a morel is. You do. Like it's 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 class. Yeah, it's unlike any other mushroom. Also, you got to soak them in water. Get all the dirt and ants out of them. And then you fr- you slice them, you fry them. Greatest thing you've ever had. They're good. Okay. It's like if mush if a mushroom is the four leaf clover of mushrooms. It is. That's very accurate. They grow in very like has to be very particular conditions. It's like if a mushroom and a steak had a marriage <laughs> and made a child, it would be a morel. Okay. They're incredible. Well, that sounds like something a vegan would eat. I ha- I, I've probably had them. I don't remember if I have or not. It's a requirement for growing up in Missouri. Noted. Being outdoors. I do that a lot. I say noted and I write it down in my head. <laughs> noted. It helps remember things. I did. I did that growing up. Yeah. I, I did a lot of memory, and I would just write. I'd write everything down. I'd write I remember it so much better if I wrote it down. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. So, what do you do currently in your free time when you're not soccering or watching anime? I am in my inflatable pontoon boat on Chickamauga Lake, 
fishing till sunset. So you 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 really are a big fisherman, like very big. Okay, sweet. I love it. Sweet. That's so much fun. I I need to see your inflatable pontoon. It's sick. It's dope. And do you use like a do you use a blow up like do you use like a plug in charger in your I car? Use like, a tra- I use airhead. Or, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's it is the coolest thing. That's super cool. And then you just pack it back up and put it back in your car. Yeah, I deflate it and put it in the back of the car. Yeah, that's, that's back of the Kia Soul. Dope. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. You, you would, the Kia Soul fits you. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Great gas mileage. Breezy just bought a boat. Oh, Shout yeah. out Breezy. We did last boat? night. What pontoon boat. <laughs> you can fish off pontoon boats. Yes, you for sure. Can. <laughs> I have done that multiple times. <laughs> I'm just you know no yeah. offense, not interested. You can also. Drink on a pontoon pontoon boat. boat. Oh, I'd love to. Um, I will drink on the um, pontoon boat. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It's a big, it's big. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. Full fishing setup. Got a few things on there. Let you look at this thing. Full fishing setup. I I showed Jay and he lost it. I'm sure he did. That's really cool. Jay would be, Jay probably has those on his wish list on Amazon. Um, So when you're at, what in Chattanooga have you not had time to do yet? Or you haven't had people to go with yet. What's like the number one thing you're really excited or want to do, but you haven't done you haven't yet. had a chance to yet? The rock climbing wall over by the aquarium. Uh huh. That's calling my name. I want to do that. I've never done that either. I want Don't to know why. so bad. I want yeah. Um, I've gone to the aquarium multiple times. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, Have you ever been dope. drunk at the aquarium? No. You, like, I've been with my family most of the time. So, so it, it's hard to like do it. I mean, like, I guess you could just get hammered and like take an Uber to the aquarium. Yeah, yeah. But Smitty and I went to an event sure. at the um, at the aquarium where they had like drinking stations in, like uh-huh. drink, like, like beer yeah. stations. Next it was time, a charity sure, event, and it was legit. Yeah, that sounds a lot it of fun. Cha- it's a game changer. Fit you like have a connection with the fish is awesome. I made a friend with I a already penguin. do. As <laughs> <laughs> a fisherman myself. It's not a great. <laughs> Jesus. Right, very last question as we wrap up here before we go to social yeah. media handles and all that stuff. Okay. If a movie was made about your life, oh boy. Who would you want to play you? Who would I want to play me? Oh, that's a hard one. To be honest, um who's what's his name? There's, I really like, um, I Chris Pratt. I want him to play me so bad. Him in that, the that's a good fit. Him in um, Guardians, mm-hmm. class. Yeah. Him and Drax. I'm a big Marvel Marvel fan, but for sure Chris Pratt. Funny, funny guy. I like it. I like it. Well, I like. Thank you, first of all, for hosting us. Thank it's you. The first time I think we've gone to me. a. A player's apartment. Like, hey, can we just like you know do the podcast at your place it's since we good. can't get our shit together? Um, so thank good. you for for hanging out with us. Uh, if people want to find you after this podcast on social media on the internet, uh, where can they find you? They can find me on all um, Instagram and Twitter. My Twitter handle is as I'm pulling it up now, Alec underscore Reddington R E D I N G T O N. That's my Twitter. My Instagram is uh, straight up just Alec Reddington. No spaces, no caps. Congrats. But yeah. Must awesome. be the only one. Hell yeah. The one and only. That makes it easier. Smitty, if the people want to find you, yell at you for your bad takes or good takes, you know, on the internet, where can they do that? You can find me on Instagram at a Smitty knows. He nice. Knows. And if you guys want to yell at me, you can find me on the internet. 
Thanks, everybody. (laughs) Thank you. Peace.